Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the B-Roll Podcast. We are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. And I'm your other host, Anthony. How you doing, man? I'm all right. Living life. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing great. So, I heard you took a vacation. I took a trip across three states to move. Nice. 2,000 miles, which nice. is not what I would call a vacation. Eh, fair enough. <laughs> the way my back feels right now is any indication. Did you... I did not enjoy it. <laughs> nah, it was fun. You... Were you welcomed back to Texas with 100 plus degree weather for four straight days? I was. Uh, I was also also. <laughs> anyone who's ever traveled to Texas knows that you can smell it once you get to Texas. It has a distinct odor. Oh man, just <laughs> heat and disappointment. That's what it smells like here. On our podcast, wow. <laughs> Well, well, we, I try mean, to, we, we try to, like, so we've alienated Australia. <laughs> we tried to alienate the, what, the Czech Republic and, and Switzerland, but I think they agree with us on that crap. I think we alienated, uh, who was it? No, 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 no. It smells like disappointment because you're here now. Oh, you're, <laughs> so you're alienating my, my family. <laughs> Today we're going to try to alienate the entire country of South Korea, or try not to. And now you're digging on Texas. We just should hey, keep I, a list Hey man, I live here. I can say what I want. Yeah, so you kind of let the cat out of the bag, per se. We watched what? Rugal? Rugal. 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 Rugal? Don't know how it's pronounced. Rugal? No, no. Rugal? I actually, I, I searched quite a bit to try to see if I had somebody saying it. But the, the literal, like the, I mean, it means dry tears. Oh. If I'm reading Wikipedia correctly, mm. which I might not be. Well, but they also they don't actually say its name. No, they don't. In and if in they the episode, did, I still wouldn't have caught them saying the they, name. Uh, they might say it in the next episode, possibly. There was a big sign that said Rugal up there. There were a bu- there were a bunch of signs. Yeah, <laughs> that said uh, Rugal everywhere. So on our podcast, what we actually do is break down science fiction, sci-fi adjacent, fantasy movies, and television shows. We kind of review them give our overall opinions break down the plot if there is a plot and then we ultimately decide whether or not the show was good or we liked the show i think what i've decided and i might have mentioned this to you earlier but i think i'm going to start calling it worth the price of subscription as opposed to the price of admission because this is not a theater so but um Mm -hmm. this is our first foray not necessarily into a foreign film or television show because i think we've seen some movies that were filmed uh, in other countries, you know, Australia, obviously, uh, the Czech Republic. But I think this the is Italian. our first f- yeah. foreign language. Yes. So we've media. seen foreign media before. This is our first yeah. media. When you say foreign language, he means not in English. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're in which English is not the primary language of that country. Correct. How did you feel about watching something with subtitles and trying to watch it and the subtitles at the same time. I know some people have problems with that. Um, so usually my problem with subtitles in general, not with this show in particular, is that I read faster than they can talk. So it's kind of annoying because I can read it and then I got to wait for them to say it. And it, it's just this weird, I don't know, it's mm. odd. However, when I'm watching something that's subtitled where I don't understand what they're saying, such as this, it doesn't bother me as much or really okay. at all. I think the only thing that did bother me about this is that so we watched it on Netflix 
and it was in i don't know what you call it what's the technical term where it's like ultra wide where it has the black bars the top and bottom of it Mm -hmm. and the subtitles would be at the bottom 50 percent above the black bar 50 percent below the black bar (laughs) so occasionally depending on the colors changing on the screen it would be difficult (laughs) to read uh what was what was being said Okay. Uh, but overall, I thought the subtitles were fine. I One of my favorite movies is Old Boy, which is a subtitled Korean film. Mm. So okay. yeah, th- this, that is uh, not to say that is the only South Korean <laughs> film I've watched in subtitles. It's not, it's just, I really like that movie. Uh, so I had, a, I had a good feeling. But I know I know you usually watch television or movies with, uh, with subtitles. Always. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because you have to. <laughs> What's really interesting about this m- television show Rugal. I, I think I'm just going to pronounce it Rugal because that's just. It I'm going like to pronounce it however I feel yeah, at the in time. The moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at, I watched it and then I did a little bit of research and this actually aired on television in Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it is considered. It, I don't. I don't want to say it's a Netflix original, but I think it was. It's broadcasting rights. Are strictly in Netflix's purview, so right. Netflix I think would label it with their little N logo yeah. for for our region, I think, anyways. I think it still counts under our straight to stream because I don't. Other than piracy or living in Korea, I don't think there's any <laughs> other way for us to watch this show. So yeah, fair enough. I think it still counts. Rugal. Let's just. Go, I'll just go ahead and read off the Wikipedia entry here. Is a 2020 South Korean television series starring Choi. Oh yeah, Jin Hyuk. No Huk, man. Um, Park uh, Sung Woong, Joe Dung Hyuk, Jung Hai Hin, and Kim Ming Sang. Oh, there's two more. Uh, <laughs> Han Ji Wan and Park Sun Hu or Sun Hao. I'm not sure which one it is. Based on the webtoon by the same name by Rel Dot May, and it aired on OCN from March 28th to May 17th, 2020. OCN is a movie channel on basic cable throughout South Korea. Yeah, I see you also yeah. clicked that link. I just hovered over it. I didn't actually click on it. Oh, good, good uh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me let me get you the IMDb, the IMDb okay. blurb. Based off the webtoon of the same name, it's the story of a police officer whose attempt to bring down a nationwide criminal organization ends up with him losing everything he holds dear. Which mm. I mean sums up the first half of the first episode very well. Yeah, it's Google blurb is a police officer loses everything he holds dear when he attempts to bring down a nationwide criminal organization. So that sounds like somebody was like, Ooh, yeah. I can't plagiarize. Let me rewrite this sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I got flashbacks to English class. Oh man. Uh, so this show is not on Rotten Tomatoes. I, 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 it doesn't have any sort of ranking that I could find on Rotten Tomatoes. According to IMDb is a 6.4 out of 10. Interestingly enough, Rugal, if you just Google, <laughs> if you just Google Rugal, a couple of entries down, there is a character named Rugal Bernstein, who is a character in an SNK fighting game. Yeah, I don't uh, think that's relevant at all, man. Uh, from the King of Fighters. So be careful. Uh, you may end up, you know, wanting to play some uh, fighting games if you, well, we, you know. No, no. I'm not just saying. If you scroll down far enough, you might see it and be like, ooh, that Ooh, looks yeah, that looks cool. Let's watch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Oh, God. <laughs> what do you want, man? Uh, These are my tidbits. Your tidbit so, is you might be tempted to play a video game if you do this <laughs> very particular Google search. Hey, you never uh, know, man. 
You ever played the Wikipedia challenge? Yes. You've taught me that long, okay. long ago. <laughs> long time ago. Uh, well, yeah, a long time ago. What did you think about this, man? I enjoyed it. I think that's the want to sum it up with that. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I was a little... Netflix has to get on their rating a little bit better. It was rated TVMA for language, which is accurate because they say the F word once. I don't know, twice maybe. I <laughs> I had to read it, so it's not like it's... It's, it wasn't as it didn't stand out as much uh but there's an awful lot of violence and gore and blood and it's not mentioned in the rating at all so that was a little unexpected yeah but overall yeah. i thought it was a fun <laughs> cable television action detective television series it had the right amount of cheese and the plot was just believable enough for me to just keep watching <laughs> i think also, kind of it, i had to i'm sorry and i'm trying to it's hard because this is South Korean production. I'm trying to, in my mind, look at it differently because of that. It's It comes from a different point of view, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think if this had been an American production, and with nothing changed except for it took place in Chicago. And I don't know why I chose Chicago to be the crime-ridden city. Sorry, <laughs> everyone who lives in Chicago. Uh, if Who's you live alienating in, who? <laughs> if, I, if you live in Chicago, I meant Dallas. Um <laughs> And if you live in Dallas, no, uh, if you yeah. live in Dallas, sorry, I meant Dallas. Um, <laughs> Brian's the lot of them. The lot of them. All of them. Where was I? No, if this had been an American show with nothing unchanged, I would think it was incredibly cheesy. I would still enjoy it because of that cheesiness. This is like, we. this is good. This is good B-level media. And I'm sorry if okay. that's not the intent when it's released in Korea, and that's how it's seen in the, culturally speaking over there. But here, I'm seeing it as very good B media. So yeah, uh, I, I think... don't know. Does that? I'm trying to like give. Uh, I'm trying to quantify, qualify, mm-hmm. clarify my my stance because okay. it is a first for us. And I've not, like I said, I've watched the one other movie in Korean. So I don't. I'm I not gotcha. a. What is it? What would it be called? I know it. I don't know. A connoisseur? I'm not a weeb. I don't know, man. That's Jap- that's Japanese. Uh, <laughs> uh, this has been the last episode. Of the- <laughs> Look, I don't care if we lose the weeb vote. Okay. <laughs> vote no, I I think I'm in the same boat in terms of how the show itself came across. I definitely cheesy uh, in more ways than one, and I'll be happy to. Oh, yeah. I'll be happy to point out that cheesiness whenever it appears during our plot breakdown. But I think as a whole, this show was actually, I don't want to use the term beautiful, but I think it was well shot. Oh, yeah. Well, well produced. I, the camera work was fantastic. There's a scene where our main character, Kang, is walking around um, with a with essentially action cams. Yeah, like we we actually get to see him moving around from not the first person perspective, but a camera that's attached to him, so we can kind of. There's multiple camera angles in a single shot. They'll do like the split yeah. screen thing. There's a lots yeah. of camera angles that are at weird angles or upside down mm-hmm. or or what have you, and it I I really really enjoyed the way it was shot yeah. as well. Yeah, and I think the effects the effects were well done. I mean, there's there's like there's a particular scene where I thought it almost jumped the shark to use the term <laughs> but uh i mean for the most part i thought it was very well made well acted from certain actors I, unfortunately i don't think they i don't think enough of the names came across i think maybe like there's 20 20 actual like i don't want to say just actors but like there's 20 important characters in this first episode 
Uh, and I, don't I know think if there's I, twenty. There are a lot of them. It's so, sorry. Yeah. As important characters, there's maybe ten. Well, I, I just meant like look, but. people that get significant screen time, not just an extra. I feel like there was a lot. Maybe twenty is pushing it, but and I think I only caught like five or six names. Like I had to go yeah. onto Wikipedia to look up some of these people's names, and unfortunately, since I don't recognize the actors and a lot of them don't have clickable links, I couldn't match a name to a face. So mm. that's a failure on our part, not necessarily the show's part. Because, you know, if you're watching an episode of TV and there's a person on there's a person on screen and they never say their name, you can literally just go on Wikipedia and look it up and find out who it is and find out the character's name if you were so inclined. Uh, but I couldn't do that. And that's okay. It's not a big deal. And I wonder, I wonder how much of that I always get, because I've seen closed captioning or subtitles in English where I'm watching in English and it's subtitled in English where the subtitles skip lines or paraphrase mm-hmm. or say it differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I always wonder how much we're actually like with something like this, how, how much you're missing, if anything, yeah. or if you're missing anything. No, that's a, that's a fair thing. I think I was going to bring that up that later on though, but context. Sure. We do lose in any non-English language film. You do lose context. You so, do. A good bit of it, yeah. Yeah. And then, and again, that's not the fault of the show. That's no. the fault of us not knowing Korean. So Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Dang it, Netflix. How... <laughs> and there was not an option for subs, I checked. Or dub. A dub. dub sorry, there, was not, a, there yeah. was not an option for a dub. Just, I yeah. did look. I knew you would watch it sub, so I thought maybe I'd watch it dub just to get a different. But there's okay. no option. Mm. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about before we break this plot down? No, let's uh, let's do it. I mean, okay. I don't think I have. So I'll remember in like th- four minutes and interrupt everything. <laughs> Sorry. Fair. Sorry. No, go ahead. Do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. uh, this ep- this first episode is actually kind of long. Seventy six minutes. Yeah. Uh, I actually was looking at my watch. I was like, wait a minute. Did I? What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> is every episode that long? Did you check? So seventy six, sixty nine. Uh, 62, 64, 63, 64, 63, 60, 60, 63. So, no, not that long. But, I mean, 11 minutes, I mean, 16 minutes over an hour is still 16 minutes over yeah, an hour. Yeah, that's so, that's movie length, man. Yeah, close enough. Let's go ahead and brickety break it down. So, our first shot, or our title sequence, I guess you should say, uh, is, I actually thought, and I've actually thought this a lot before, but in whenever you watch a Bond movie... Um, not the actual first scene because they usually do like an action sequence to get you set in the mood and then they show like the opening title sequence the right, credits right where you, as you as you would but i've always actually thought that bond movie intros they're like an anime show intro okay whereas you have like a song that plays and then a bunch of stuff going on on screen that may or may not have anything to do with yeah. the actual okay. song yeah um, I see and that. i and I actually, uh, I, uh, you don't get a whole lot of that in TV shows as far as I'm aware. Um, no. You know, I think a lot of uh, American television, uh, American live action television, you usually just get a, like a title sequence. You just get, you know, well, House MD. Boom. Well, he had a he had that big long, you know, House had the, uh, you brought up House, so I'm going to, he had the longer title sequence or theme because they had the song by the band whose name I can't remember right now, Health, I think it was. I mean, but those are, but that's those are snippets or clips from the episodes. Are they? You know, like playing in the background. Uh, um, do, 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 do. Sons of Anarchy. I don't remember enough about Sons of Anarchy. Oh. Well, I mean, in this uh-huh. day and age, I mean, I just skip past the intro. 
as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sons of Anarchy had random intro, images buddy. or pictures of their tattoos or a bike mm. or something like that. Okay. And yeah, I while remember I was playing now. like a... And it, the song changed a few times, if I recall. Gotcha. So it's not completely okay. unheard of, but it's becoming less and less a thing. But it also... Because, I mean, it cuts into your... Runtime. Your area, your yeah. runtime. Yeah. I would I'd much rather just get a bam title sequence i mean we star trek next generation random shots of the spaceship which i guess is in every episode because it was all just (laughs) stock footage well you get like a cold open and then you get the intro but right 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 so we cut to a young man in a suit uh he appears to be nervous and he's walking around in a very nice room with a, a volkswagen beetle a couple i think more than one maybe and then he sees a young woman in a, a wedding dress. And it's like, oh, they are either getting married or they are married or they have just been married at some point. We don't get an exact timeline. Maybe this is a, a Korean thing, but typically in your uh, North American United States of America weddings, you don't see the bride before the ceremony. It's right. considered quote unquote Not the day luck. of and not in her dress, right? Yeah. And so, but... I mean, maybe they've already been married and they're just now getting ready to leave. Or I don't know. Also, but, I've, uh, yeah. Do go ahead. Do South Koreans? I don't know at all. I've not googled. Do South Koreans have Western style weddings? Is that common? I don't know. Because she's wearing a white dress. He's in a tux or what have you. Yeah, I guess that whole that whole bit. So I don't know. Okay, just curious. Yeah, I didn't didn't know if you knew. Well, the, I th- I think this is prior to the wedding because when they first see each other, he actually says "Wow" out loud in yeah. English. And it, yeah, it wasn't subtitles. <laughs> like, whoa, what happened? It's the first words I think in the yeah. uh, in the show. Yeah, first he word. Um, he is filming her with a selfie stick, uh, <laughs> which makes sense. You know, um, I guess it holds the camera a little steadier. You don't have to stop worry about your fingers getting shot. Your selfie stick purchases <laughs> i don't think i've ever bought a selfie stick <gasps> yes no i've never bought one yet i had to <laughs> think about it. i about almost it? bought one for my honeymoon but i ultimately convinced my wife that a selfie stick was a bad idea i was gonna plan on losing it on the cruise ship but i thought this was a nice little scene he's being lovey-dovey you know flirting with his new bride and he, yeah i guess she has two women with her and he kicks him out of the room and oh uh-huh um, and then the I guess what you would consider a glitch starts happening on the like on the screen because we actually get the perspective of the camera from the phone, and then we are in a different room. There's blood on the floor. There's some flowers. A lot looks of like blood. A, a, some broken bottles, and then a knife. And then it's this young man, and he has his eyes are all bloody, cut like caked in blood yeah we actually kind of get a shot of his perspective first person and it's just like a thin red line of vision is all he gets really and he kind of looks over and sees his wife on the ground and she's covered in blood we get a a slow-mo sequence for like half a second yeah essentially he is now in an ambulance and he's going to i would assume a hospital and then we get uh lots of voiceovers voiceovers of the media you know, they're yeah. saying, saying things like, he, uh, you know, a police officer violently murdered his wife. I think the word psycho is used two yeah, or three times. The media is actually speculating that this is a cover up for violent crimes committed by the police. Or this will be part of a cover up that's happened because they're they're also dealing with some other violent crimes. And I just wrote, huh, 
yeah <laughs> yeah i guess that's that's not a cultural thing that's uh that's a, that's, that's cultural a thing. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah yeah hmm. 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 and then we get one of the the things i was talking about is a cool shot of uh the like the camera f- rotating upside down as he is in a in an operating room and i think it goes completely it's completely inverted and then i think a nurse walks in front and shuts the door mm-hmm. oh it's really neat yeah it is we're in the recovery room he's uh handcuffed to the bed and he starts screaming uh, flopping around on his bed and i wrote in here that well, there's that's no restraints be... yeah he has restraints he has um no no, no. oh go ahead, no sorry. he he's just handcuffed he's not actually restrained to the bed which well he's I handcuffed think you... on both sides would you not call that restraint I mean, they have straps that keep you from moving. I f- oh, like, that I, type of restraint. Yeah. I gotcha. almost think if you brought in a quote-unquote psychopathic killer, that he that he or she should be completely restrained and not able to move. Possibly. I, I, gotta, I gotta say, though, this has gotta be... I couldn't imagine waking up. Oh, your hands are handcuffed to your sides. You can't move them. You can't see right you're 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 probably still in pain now he's got a uh, wrapping around his head so he might not know that he's blind well or well we find out later that he definitely knows he's blind <laughs> but like that that amount of trauma and then to be restrained like that yeah. right afterwards it's uh, man that's it's heavy that's real heavy i could not i can't i can't put myself there cannot yeah. imagine at all after a few seconds um you know pr- pr- probably not a few seconds in the show's time but a few seconds of screen time now we're in a different completely different area um, he's our main character is talking to another man who says uh you know we can't find any evidence of this crime being related to argos a-r-g-o-s our character says well you know of course you can't find anything you know they're a criminal enterprise <laughs> they're involved in all sorts of you know, yeah. unsavory deeds. and then well, he, he lists a bunch of deeds, but he starts off with like murder and then he ends with extortion. Like, yeah. and it just, it, it gets like lighter <laughs> and lighter, but his voice gets more and more inflected and angrier. And I was like, I, I don't think that's, I think you got these mixed up. I'm pretty sure murder is the worst. You should start off angry and maybe um, put her out or change your list a little bit next time. Oh, you know, next well, time maybe, you're being interrogated by the police after being blinded by assailants. Yeah. Well, maybe he's getting angrier because he's mad that the, the small crimes aren't being solved either. Uh, I don't know. But um, mm-hmm. he, he has, brings up a good point And he says that if I had died, I'd be just considered some lunatic. But now that I'm alive, I'm a murderer. So it, it completely removes him from any sort of, I don't want to say like investigative purposes, but he's no longer a valuable witness, right? right. So if, if the, even if they had suspected that Argos, whoever this is so far, it was behind this attack. Now that the court of public opinion has determined that he's a lunatic, he there's, it's not worth it. Right. Uh, and his name is Kang Jibom. Byom? Kang Jibom? B-E-O-M? Sure. We're just going to call him Kang. Yeah, it's a cool uh, name. And so he also mentions that Argos has interfered with police operations before, but we can't prove it. And then he says, well, remember all those witnesses and those officers? What happened to them, huh? And we get a flashback to two months prior to today, I assume. He's on the phone with another officer. Her name is Mina. Uh, Her full name, if you would like me to actually read it, is Song Mina. Uh, but I, I think the same thing with, since they're police officers, I think a lot of the times they get referred to by their last name because he, j- and I believe that 
his first name is Kang. No. And his his last huh? I don't is it the opposite? So. It's yeah, the surname is first, I believe. Uh, in Korean? Yes. Is it? Let me send you this link. Just click on this and then read the top of it. Like the the in the italics. Oh. A Korean name consists of a family name followed by a given name. Yes. Cool. So well I just it starts with a lowercase letter and maybe that's Maybe that was what just does? in the. I think it's just in the subtitles. Oh, um, they called her Mina with a with a lowercase M. Well, for Kang, it's spelled with a lowercase G. So what is that's a his his name? It doesn't even have a G in it. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, then they just misspelled his name in the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> and it Are also sh- says it on the episode like link. No, I'm looking at the Wikipedia. His name is. I'm not, I'm not talking Ki- about Wikipedia. Oh, I'll send you a screen cap. It says Kang Ji Bomb or Bomb. Um, it's probably because it's the romantic uh, putting it in sure r- Roman letters. So I think it's romanticism. I can't remember. I'm yeah. probably saying it wrong. It probably has multiple ways of doing it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Wikipedia has it with a K instead of a G, but it, it, he yeah. doesn't write his name in English, so it doesn't really <laughs> Fair enough. IMDb also has it with a K, so. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I blame Netflix. Yeah, let's blame Netflix. Please. That's easy. Yeah, don't don't cancel us, Netflix. Yeah, please, please sponsor us, please. So <laughs> he's talking to Mina. Yeah. She's like, well, what are you up to? And he says, oh, yeah, you know, I'm getting ready to head out there, but I'm also planning my wedding. And she says, well, don't work too hard because if you work too hard, this will start a war at home, I think is what she says, which, you know, I, I don't know if any of our listeners out there have planned a wedding, but... Well, he's, it's an anniversary he's planning. Wedding anniversary. Oh, that's right. No, you're right. Yeah, it is a wedding anniversary. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, she goes, so don't ignore, you... Ig- ignore yeah. my point, but still. <laughs> well, she says... Um, well, she does say, don't treat that fish... Don't treat this fish as if it's already caught or something along those lines. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, which is for, yeah, decent advice. For all, for all the people out there in a codependent relationship codependent shut up. don't don't take your significant other for uh for granted well i was gonna say if you are planning a wedding just spend the money and get a planner uh, <laughs> uh i'm here to it. say if you're planning a wedding stop <laughs> stop planning a wedding or stop getting married stop planning the wedding it's not worth it yeah also <laughs> just stop <laughs> uh so he says uh well i'll be there in a few minutes Go ahead and get the witnesses. The the witnesses. Go ahead and get the witnesses ready because the trial is going to start soon. He hangs up and jumps on his uh, motorcycle. Yeah. We cut back to Mina, the girl he was just talking to on the phone. She's in a, I guess, a house. These are it's protective custody. There's a bunch of cops, and then they go to the front door, and then a masked man appears on the opposite, like on the outside. Uh, he breaks in. I think he has like a baseball bat or a crowbar and a bunch of these cops get beat up yeah. uh, by these, these blunt, blunt object carrying thugs is what I wrote down. Kang shows up, sees that there's a problem because, you know, no one's getting ready. And then he hops over the fence deftly, I might add. See, this is how you show a character is dexterous is you have them do something <laughs> to prove it, not roll around in the hay. Uh, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep bringing that up. I'm just saying until they uh, fix it. Yeah, I'm waiting <laughs> for the director's cut. <laughs> Where's the Snyder cut of Mythica? Uh, oh, a no. quest for the Snyder cut. Uh, he pulls out a gun. 
did none of the other cops have guns? I don't. Yeah, I don't. Know. Hmm. I don't know what the rules are in Korea for armed law enforcement. So I'm just. I thought it was weird. To be fair, they did get taken by surprise. Yes, but they were already like in the building and yeah. So yeah, he the I think one of them has one of them has a crowbar and it looked like the other one had a croquet mallet. Did you see this a croquet mallet? I saw one had like a pipe. Was it a pipe? It looks like a tire iron. Oh maybe. yeah, there's a tire iron type thing, but no, it's a sledgehammer. One of them actually has a sledgehammer. Huh. Oh. I don't know how you. I don't know how when you are wielding a sledgehammer, you manage to lose to a guy not wielding a sledgehammer. But I mean, Triple H does it all the time. Did it all the time. <laughs> Lost to people with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Well, he had a sledgehammer uh, and yeah. he would still lose. Well, he's a bum. So mm. uh, now we're now we are alienating our Triple H demographic. <laughs> um, so <laughs> he walks into the house and everyone's gone. Everyone's gone. So does he not like turn around and immediately like handcuff these two guys that he just beat up? I maybe I don't know. It doesn't big show him hole. do it. Big plot hole for me. It, and the reason why it's a big plot hole for me is because he's at a house where people are in protective custody. So the only people that would know that he was there or the the, the witnesses were there were the witnesses and the cops. So these guys obviously aren't up. They are up to no good. They are not at the wrong mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we cut to a lake. There is a older gentleman in a suit. And there's some people that are crying. Older gentleman? Uh, I thought so. I mean, Middle he's older aged, than maybe. I wouldn't say he's older, older than Kang. Yeah. Sure, he's in uh, his mid thirties. No, 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 no. That guy's like in his forties or early fifties. You think so? I think I so. disagree. But we're allowed to do that. Uh, are we? We've never done it before. <laughs> so he tell the there's a woman crying. I assume it's the witness to whatever crime was going on, and mm-hmm. he just tells her to be quiet. He shushes her, and then pulls out a desert eagle, a big one. Yeah, I say a big oh. one. It is a big gun. Yeah, it's a deagle. Yeah, and then he's like, I need to talk to these cops. So why don't you just shut up? And then he turns around and shoots her in the head. Yeah, she wouldn't be quiet. Uh, now, was the child she was holding already dead? I assume that's why she's crying. Okay. Okay. Dang. Dark. Yeah. Because the kid doesn't react to anything. <laughs> bald, so I assume. Flops over. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he turns around and starts talking to the police officers. One of the dudes starts begging for his life, which I thought was fair. You know? Yeah. He doesn't want to die. He, his, his kid just turned one. And then he's like, well, you know, your witnesses are dead. And this trial is starting right now. And we cut to a courtroom. Where uh, uh, the defendant, I guess, is what he's called. I don't, I don't know how Korean law works, but in America, this is we consider the defendant is kind of laughing, like chuckling mm-hmm. to himself, because the judge looks at the prosecutor and says, "Hey, man, you you do know this trial starts at this time, right? Where are your witnesses?" And he's like, "Well, I, uh, I don't know." And so that's when he starts chuckling. And then we cut back to the dock. Mina says, "There are plenty of people in Argos who are willing to testify against you." And then the Deagle man like points to one of the cops and he says, Officer Kim is a rat. And then he shoots. Well, Officer Kim runs away and gets smacked in the head with a baseball bat for his troubles. Mm-hmm. The Deagle man shoots the guy who was begging for his life. And as he falls into the water, scuba men appear and drag his body underneath the waves. Yeah, that was... <laughs> unexpected what (laughs) uh like at first i thought it was like a blooper you know they didn't really shoot a real person like this is just like a dummy 
and that this was actually like the effects team coming up to drag whatever it is underneath the water so they can continue with the scene. <laughs> you thought that? That's not that. It's not that. It's not low budget like that. Jeez. No, for like a second. And then I was like, no, that's no way they let this happen. Uh, <laughs> like, what's going on? Uh, our lady officer, Mina, actually manages to put up a some sort of struggle. She's, I guess, wrestling with one of the henchmen and the Deagle man just gets tired of it and shoots both of them. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know if you noticed, but the uh, so the Deagle man yells for his dude to get out of the way. He doesn't after a few seconds. He doesn't really give him a lot of time. And shoots him in the back of the neck. And it goes, the bullet goes through and it hits Mina in the head. But if you, I, I noticed right away that it was not, it was kind of off to the side. Yeah. More of a glance. I mean, it's still a head wound, but I don't think it would have penetrated the skull. Or maybe it got lodged in it. So I got I got suspicious right then. Okay. Yeah. Of this guy shooting his own henchman? Is that what you got suspicious of? No, I got suspicious of, of mm. uh, her death. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm out on organized crime. Because I feel like your superiors could just kill you. You know, what's mm-hmm. one murder to a murderer? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, there's some other reasons why I'm out on organized crime. You know, they probably don't have health care insurance. So the Deagle man is like, hey, you guys clean this all up. They throw bodies in the water, and then the scuba men reappear. And what they're doing is actually dragging the bottles, bottles, dragging the bodies underwater so they can put them in drum barrels. There's a lot of drum barrels down there. Yeah, it pans back, and we see a lot of barrels. Jeez. Ooh. Uh, yeah. And we actually, like, there's a second where you kind of get a view. I don't want to say voyeur, but you actually kind of get a shot of someone, like, looking from the thicket the woods around them or something like that. You get a really interesting shot of what appears to be someone looking on and observing, which makes sense based on what happens later on in the episode. We cut to Kang. He is in full uniform with the exception of his hat. Uh, It appears to be, uh, I guess, a memorial park or cemetery. I don't know what the equivalent is. Because I guess they don't have the bodies. So what they do is just have pictures like on a table and offerings, things like that, flowers, uh, we see the the dead officers' pictures, and Kang is just hanging out in the rain, and then he's he turns. not taking it well at all. Yeah, he as looks he shouldn't probably. Very upset, uh, and kind of turns and leaves. Did you notice that his hair doesn't get wet? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> I thought his his hair was absolutely perfect. Then we are in a press conference in which the commissioner commissioner general of the national police force is actually going to step down. And he's going to do it because he's not doing a good enough job curbing the violence. And he's taking responsibility of the deaths of the witnesses and the police officers. And I wrote down here, so people in charge are actually going to take responsibility for their actions or lack of uh, success. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Oh, that's uh, mm, that's not American. Uh, yeah, that's when I knew this was <laughs> fiction. Uh, <laughs> Kang's still in the rain. He's walking around. It appears he's going somewhere. We cut to what, I don't know if this is a library or some sort of office, but there's a lot of bookshelves. Someone is introduced as Mr. Park. He is being greeted by a man who, I, I, I guess we're here at a book release. It's a release of this man's book. And he's talking to him. And then a member of the press kind of comes up and he says, hey, and he looks to the guy who was in court, which I think is Mr. Park. And he says, yes, um, yeah. I, I heard I there's so. a rumor that you'll actually be running for the assembly. And... This guy and the guy who's releasing the book kind of look at each other like the guy who's in the assembly didn't know that the other guy was planning on running because mm. uh, there's like a there's like a weird little moment where they kind of exchange glances. And then he says, uh, 
hey man, this isn't about me. This is about my friend who's releasing his book. So let's let him have his day. And he kind of just backs up and, you know, waves to the press, the member of the press to talk to the other guy. Classic. Kang, Kang walks in, grabs a drink off the table, pours it out, and then throws it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh. Fantastic. So why did he pour it out and then throw it? Why didn't he just throw it? I think he was trying to be as disrespectful as possible. Mm, okay. Does that makes sense? He, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he says, uh, so you beat people up in secret, but you're out here begging for votes, huh? Yeah. And then he and then he rolls up and just punches this guy right in the face. Fantastic. Uh, and then Kang gets punched by someone else who proceeds to pretty much kick the crap out of this guy. Yeah. Uh, well, the guy who guy who beat up Kang is the dude who shot the officers. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Deagle man. Deagle dude. <laughs> Deagle dude. Oh man. Uh can that be the name of whatever professional video game? like team that we start we're gonna start a professional no yeah esports I mean, you team, know what, what yes yes when yeah. we start an esports team <laughs> the deagle dudes it'll be called the deagle dudes and we'll exclusively <laughs> only play games where we can use deagles yeah talk about <laughs> yeah. a niche or, or in which games that deagles can be used we only use those deagles <laughs> oh gosh we are now in another building this looks like i mean I've never been in a disciplinary review, but I'm pretty sure I've seen a couple, and that's what this looks like. Yes. Um, he, he's sitting at one table. Other people are sitting at another table. You know, rev- like it's going over some stuff, and, and they said, hey, what does it look like when one of— uh, what do you think it looks like when a detective punches an innocent man? And then he says, well, he's not innocent. Mm-hmm. And then another guy says, well, he's innocent till he's proven guilty. Fair. And then, Fair. And then he says, well— how much did the police, what, or I think he says, what What crimes did the police help this guy cover up? And then the guy in the middle says, oh, hey, hey. Ho, ho, ho. How dare Bold you? Bold talk, but we're not here about that. Yeah. Do you know what this hearing is for? And then the next time we see him, he's not wearing his uniform. I don't know what that means, but he stops and he's going to get some flowers. And then he calls his lady and says, hey, I'm sorry I'm running late. I just was a... Uh, picking up some of your favorite flowers and then he decides he's going to buy all the bouquets then he gets home i mean can we talk about maybe this is a cultural thing but he shows up at the flower shop is that what you call it a flower shop right as she's like closing the door florist Florist, right there you go right as she's like locking up he's like oh can i just buy a flower man having worked over a decade in retail i'd be like no (laughs) you had (laughs) you had 12 hours to buy flowers (laughs) So she, I was just, I'm just calling it out. Fair enough. Super respectful, very nice cashier, retail key holder, what have you, of the floor shop, or maybe she's the owner. But if she had stuck to her closing times, he would have been home that much sooner. Mm, true. This is well, really all her fault. Everything that's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> this oh is man, why she's the. This is why she's you, the. <laughs> go ahead. She's the inflection point, right? Yeah, yeah. It's her. <laughs> she is the butterfly. Yeah. Flapping her wings in the Sahara Desert and causing thunderstorms all last week. <laughs> so while you were while you were on vacation, I talked to my wife and we decided to watch as many X-Men movies we could. Oh, and, uh, I can watch like one and a half and then I'm like, I'll skip it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the only ones that I could watch were Days of Future Past and The Wolverine. 
I like Days um, of Future Past. Yeah, so probably my this, favorite one. Uh, not this, uh, if you don't count Logan as a X Men, which I don't. Uh, well, th- this florist is essentially Mystique yes. killing that guy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So maybe if they go back in time, no. Th- well, I, I've Who got knows, my complaints man. about this guy's situation. But we'll talk about it in just a second. So he gets sure. home. He finds his wife on the ground, and then he gets ambushed by the mask wearing goons. How uh, do you think about this guy's look, by the way? Huh? How do you feel about these uh, these thugs? Oh, their appearance? Yeah, their appearance. I like um, them. Yeah. I, I, I think the, the Purge may have ruined mask-wearing criminals for me. No, I've never seen those movies because I have taste. I spent that I mean, time I've never seen, <laughs> watching these other movies with you. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the purge either, but I've seen the promotional material. Oh, so. sure. I don't know. That um, was cool. I thought that they all use the fact that they used blunt objects. Or they're all kind of like household goods. So even if they lose a blunt object, it's like, yeah, how are you going to track down a baseball bat or yeah. a crowbar? You know, or a sledgehammer, or a sledgehammer. You know, this is something you just go get at Lowe's. Yeah, they have Lowe's in Korea. I don't know Menards. They have Menards in Korea. Probably not. Home Depot. No, oh, now we're looking it up. God bless. Uh, Harbor Freight. There's one called. No, it doesn't have the names. There are some. I just don't know what they're called. And I'm not going to look into them. Fair enough. Anyways, anyways, I liked it. But okay. Yeah. No, I didn't have a problem with it. You know, they're just because they look like, with the exception of the guys who were wearing desert camo earlier, they just look like people. And so I guess what it is they walk, they walk around. They appear fairly, you know, ubiquitous, nonchalant. And then when they get to their destination, they reach into their backpack, put on their mask, put their hood on, put on their gloves and attack mm-hmm. people with crowbars. So they overpower him, beat him up. One of the guys gets their mask ripped off. So Kang gets a good look at this guy. And he says, well, you know, this is all your fault. Your wife had to suffer because of you. And then he turns on the wedding video that we were watching at the beginning. And then, yeah. I'm guessing the wife had that on already and they just turned it off or whatever. Yeah. As he's doing this, he stabs him in the eyes. Yeah. Uh, Very, very. Oof. What a way to send a message, huh? Oh, yeah. My big problem is I think Kang is an idiot. And the reason why I think Kang is an idiot is he just, without any sort of backup or any sort of warrant or any sort of reinforcement from law enforcement, assaults the guy who allegedly is the head of an organized crime syndicate and doesn't take any precautions for his wife or himself. He doesn't call his wife and say, hey. He's not worried about the repercussions of his actions. Yeah, we got to get out of town. You know, we got to go visit, you know, your cousin down. I don't know where, because I don't know where they are. Yeah, the the geographical knowledge of the show is, I don't have any. But he can't say, oh, we got to go to visit your cousin out west or out east or something right you know let's let's lay low let's take a vacation right no. maybe he was gonna maybe that was his plan with all the flowers because he just got booted i assume some time takes place between when he punches this guy and when he gets home like yeah like i'm just saying i'm just dumb very dumb kang not a smart man anyways we cut back to the present the guy who was uh talking to him from the very beginning when he was like yeah we don't have any proof that argos killed your wife he says look you're gonna die in jail as soon as you get in there, after a few, uh, after a while, you're gonna get murdered. So, uh, yeah. And then he leaves. Yeah. But before he leaves, he hands him what looks like um, it looks like a Bluetooth earbuds. Is that what it like was? A, I, the I mean, it case. is what it is because we find that out soon. <laughs> but he opens up the little thing and it's a little cylinder in there, and I was like, what is he gonna do with that? Yeah. Is, is, it, like is, a, is it a tracking is it a cyanide pill? I thought it was like a tracking device. Maybe he's got to swallow mm. it or something. 
We find out very soon that it's some sort of wireless communication device because in Korean prisons, they don't check. Like, how did he walk in with that? I don't don't know. Well, as it turns out, some of the guards are in on it because he goes to prison and he's just he's just standing against the wall. And the guy that was talking to him earlier in the the second interrogation starts talking to him. And Mm -hmm. he's like, hey, man, you, you look really relaxed. Or you should you should look more relaxed. You all stiff leaning against the wall, and then he's like, "Oh, so you can see me?" And he says, "Well, I'm gonna teach you how to run. You can do what I say or not. I don't care. You'll die either way." And then a guard walks up to him and hands him uh, what some kind of rope, and he's like, "You know, you can tie this around your foot, and we'll use. You'll learn how to use it to walk with. You know." A certain stride uh, so you can keep yeah. pace and all. I yeah. can I ask why did he? Mm. I guess he just did all this to get him out of the prison. He mm-hmm. needed to train. He spent spend six months running around. Nice little montage, learning to walk or run or what have you in different areas around Is the it prison. Six months? Yeah, it says six months later. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah, just to get him out of prison. And as soon as he's out of prison, he's like, "Here's some new eyes." <laughs> and I can't help but feel that he could have done something else to get him out of prison <laughs> that didn't involve well, six month delay. <laughs> well, we'll we'll get to we'll get to the uh, the watcher. Yeah. In just a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a montage of this guy running around, smacking into trees and pillars, and eventually he uh, gets his legs, no pun intended, underneath him. And then he's walking around, I guess, from one place to another, and then a guard gasses him. Because what the, the watcher said was, you know, do what I say and I can get you out of here in am- ambulatory care. Yeah, I'm guessing. Uh, but like, there, we'll get you out into a hospital or something, and that's where it's all going to yeah. go down. Yeah. I That so, word is not... I don't think that like ambulatory. I've never heard that word or, or read it before. I mean, obviously, mm. immediately knew what it meant, cause ambulance or whatever. But right, it yeah, it's an interesting translation. Yeah. Now he's in a bed and he's chained up. Now he's chained up. Yeah. We get a quick cut to the ambulance itself. A guy hops in the front, and uh, the guy in the back's like, "Hey, man, well, who are you?" And then he turns around and looks at him and says, "I'm a doctor." And then uh, he gets the the guy who asked him who he was gets pulled out of the ambulance by other mask wearing goons. We cut back to Kang and he's like, you got to get out of here. And then a, a, a doctor, someone that appears to be a doctor, walks into the room and he inserts like a I, like a syringe into the drip. Yeah, his IV then, drip. Yeah. Yeah. It, looks, it might be poison or something, but Kang doesn't like it. Rips it, the the IV out of his arm, which... Ugh. Oh, that's gonna hurt. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> uh, Every time I I, a scene shows up in a in a show or movie or whatever, someone rips their IV out. I'm just I cringe. I just cringe. Yeah. Doesn't oh, that like God. cause a bloody mess? Like, it can. Yeah. Oh, jeez. He breaks this guy's neck. Gets like Does he, gets he break around his neck? him. He just chokes him mm-hmm. out, man. He just chokes him out. No, I think there's a crack. Like I think you actually hear a crack. Wow. All right. So he's yeah. he's ready. He's. Okay. He's a killer. He he assaults innocent people in public. He's ready to kill. You know, he's a cop. Uh, cut that. Cut that. <laughs> uh, anyways, no. <laughs> uh, I'll be he a new out. co-host next week. We introduce you to our new sci-fi wise guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he uh, walks out, and then two people are like, "Hey, man, you can't be out here." And then he, <laughs> classic. Uh, I got I got to use restroom. Okay. Uh, and then the the guard takes his banicles off. Yeah. Well, so he can get oh. in and use the restroom. And the guy's blind. He's not a, you know he's not expecting him to be able to run away down the hallways. He's a criminal. 
He's a convicted felon. Ugh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and how hard is it? They have all these other guards on uh, on the payroll, but this guard isn't on payroll? Yeah. Seriously. Uh, I don't know. He walks towards the bathroom, and then the watcher's like, just keep going. So he starts his escape, and he gets to some stairs, and he does a really cool thing where he drops his cane, and it bounces, and he counts the bounces, uh, which I thought was pretty neat. And then he starts uh, walking down the stairs, which yeah, very cool, very like a, a, a scary proposition. I assume for a for a, someone who is uh, blind, visually but newly, impaired, but yeah, especially, like, especially newly blind, and it, he probably yeah. didn't deal with a lot of stair. Not definitely not spiraling staircases at yeah. this point. So our watchman walks this guy out out of the hospital. He runs into a guy who realizes that he's not supposed to be out. He's like, hey. Yeah, wait, you're not supposed to be out of here and then uh we get a cool shot of a drone and then someone controlling the drone <laughs> i wrote down here that i'd talk smack about this guy for tripping all over the place but he is blind so he does but run. he does he runs to a bunch of trees and yeah yeah uh the person controlling the drone is like yeah we gotta go to plan b and puts the controller away Kang is confronted by the masked men and he tries to fight them and it doesn't really work out but i guess uh police officers show up and uh, engage in, you know, a street fight with these masked men. And he runs and gets hit by an ant. He gets hit by an ambulance, which just happens to be driven by the masked men. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dang. I want to, like, getting hit by an ambulance. It's got to, I mean, being hit, hit by, by any, any car. Any car, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, what'd you think about um, this whole sequence that, ju- that we're about to talk about? What did I think about the thing that you haven't talked about yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I really, he, enjoy, if, if, <laughs> If Korean television shows use electric guitar riffs and just rock riffs for their ambient, for their, just their soundtracks, I will start watching more. It was awesome. <laughs> it was um, so cool. Well, so the masked men that attack Kang actually get attacked by other masked men. Yeah, but these people are just wearing their their, their uh, corona masks. Yeah, that's They're all black. <laughs> the COVID squad show. They're up. not really... The COVID squad. God bless. They're not really wearing, they're not trying to conceal their identities. They're just like, hey guys, don't you know? <laughs> There's a pandemic. There's a pandemic going about. What the hell are y'all doing? Uh, so th- this is the only part where I thought that the effects were maybe questionable because these new masked men move really fast. They hit really hard. And when they're, they punch and kick people, like you see shockwaves appear from, I guess, the damage zones or whatever. And I thought it was a little cheesy. That's okay. They drag Kang away, but we we get a camera shot of the earpiece. It's been knocked out of his head. It's on the ground. Um, but we're back in a different... We're back in a... a I, I don't know if it's the same hospital or a different hospital, but there's it's a doctor a diff- looking at it's Kang. It's definitely a different said, hospital. Well, well, he says that a different name is in a minute as well. Okay. We see like it's three just, different hospitals, man. <laughs> you know, Korea's got a lot of hospitals. Apparently. Man. Yeah, very uh, good medical... Uh, system it was, health system it was weird seeing that and i was like man it's so strange having so many anyways the doctor who's looking at kang pulls back his little eye covering and it says he has no eyes cool like at all they're just they're gone yeah gouge um, out the doctor talks to the the watchman and he says uh you know hey i know you brought me here but i won't perform this secret operation you know and then the the watchman says look you got no choice <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much like artificial eye replacement is risky. And then the doctor says, it is risky. And we have no idea what the side effects will be. Yeah. Awesome. So, Let's do it. Yeah. Pretty interesting. 
Uh, as it turns out, the watchman is actually the police commissioner. His name is Choi. And he says, well, as long as you're alive, Argos is going to keep looking for you. So I'll make you a deal. I'll give you your sight back, but on the conditions that you be declared dead tonight at 9 p.m. And you have to promise to help me take down Argos. Kang makes a deal. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm going to give you your sight back and uh, let you get revenge on the people who killed your wife and originally blinded you. In exchange, you, we'd have to just, you know, kill you on, on record. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah. That's a pretty, pretty good deal. <laughs> and then uh, it's surgery time. We're in a we're in a completely different room now. It's, it's the surgery room. It's a completely different room. The doctor says, oh, you know, here's one of my assistants. He's a mechanic. He's really good at being a mechanic. And then they say <laughs> that Kang... He's a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kang says, uh, or they tell Kang that you'll be the first test subject. And Kang asks, please do not call me test subject. Uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> Choi tells Kang that, you know, if this works out, you'll become a living weapon. It's pretty neat. We actually see the eyes. And they're just big old metal looking circle or uh, spheres. Yeah. Yeah. After the surgery, Kang wakes up. Touches his bandaged area and says, it hurts so bad. Like he says it out loud. It hurts so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Does it now? Does it, Kang? <laughs> what an idiot. Kang's so dumb. Uh, we <laughs> cut back to the Deagle man. He's getting out of a car and the thug or the gangster that beat up Kang, or I'm sorry, that um, killed Kang's wife and stabbed his eyes out is getting admonished by the Deagle man. And uh, he says, you know, I sent you to kill this guy twice and you couldn't do it either times. Like, what are you doing? And then he says, well, they declared him dead at nine o'clock tonight. And then and a very, very good question. The best question, question. Really? Did you see his body? And he didn't. He has no proof other than the earpiece. He says, well, we found this, you know, where it, where it was. Hmm. So Mr. Park, uh, I guess it's a dinner party at Mr. Park's house. Uh, I guess Park is in charge of Argos. Like, he's the CEO or whatever, founder, what have you. Yeah, the Um, godfather. I I can't tell if they're a criminal corporation or a family thing, kind of mafia style. Or maybe it's a little bit of both. I'm not sure. Well, some guy actually says, we don't need any heirs or something like that. So Park is like, you know, I want to put this company on top of all of the government branches. He names off three, which I don't remember what they are. But the Deagle guy picks up a bottle of wine, walks over to Park, pours wine in his glass, and says, you know, hey, I like everything the way it is right now. Everyone appears to be sucking up to Park. A couple people look at him, and one of them says, yeah, we need to ensure that you're in charge of this company forever. We don't need any heirs. And another guy's like, you know, I think you'll do a really good job in the government. Uh, so everyone's just sucking up to him. But the Deagle guy, he, I, I don't, I put in, I put here that there's, there's a lot of tension and I'm not sure what the tension's for. Maybe, again, it could be because it's getting lost in translation. But I got the impression that Deagle Guy wanted to move up. I also, like, Park says he's going to marry this this girl to yeah. uh, for appearances, more or less. And she shares a look with Deagle Guy, and it's obvious that they have a bit of a thing. And there's an obvious, yeah. like, huge, 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 huge uh, age gap between her and uh, Park. Right. I don't know. I would not be surprised if Deagle Guy takes over Argos at some point very, very soon. Yeah. Well, someone even says, you know, because they're talking about the Deagle Man, and they say, you know, he's an embarrassment. 
And I think Park even echoes that thought. And he says, you know, reputation is everything in politics. You do dirty things. And I guess um, that's what makes this Deagle man, I guess, resentful is, you know, he does all the dirty work for his boss and doesn't get either doesn't get the recognition that he wants or needs. Um, And like he's sitting at a table full of people who are kind of like talking mess about him in front of him, like to his face. And apparently his boss is has is going to have relations with his maybe his girl. I don't know. Like it's the first episode, so there's probably a lot of stuff that we'll find out in later episodes. But I did like I like I said, there was a lot of tension, and I'm just not sure why there was tension. And then the the guy who he was admonishing outside leans into his ear and echoes a phrase, you know, everything I do is for you, because that's what Deagle Man said to Park when he's pouring his wine. He's like, Hey man, everything I do is for, you know, your benefit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Interesting. I mean, this scene's happened before in other media. There's a, a person who's not getting what they what they want, you know. So, but yeah, I definitely see there being some kind of hostile takeover at some point. Yeah, yeah, very hostile with a deagle, perhaps. <laughs> what if he never uses? What if he uses a different gun in every episode? That'll make this episode the best episode. You don't <laughs> you don't start your character by with pulling out a Desert Eagle 50 caliber pistol or handgun and then go to what Colt Glock. Shove off. That's a, a, a PP7. A PP7. <laughs> a PPK. Uh, something else from GoldenEye 64. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, he could upgrade. He could get a P90. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a, a Devostov. Yeah. Something like Devostov that. Devostov 44. I, I was I was making a reference to Stargate, but yeah. It's important. I need to look it up. Yeah, I know. It's very, very important. DD44 Dostovoy. There you go. Dostovoy. But that's yeah. not even an upgrade. That's not an upgrade from a Deagle. I don't know. I'm just saying. As a 44 uh, is a 40, 44 Magnum, right? It's the most powerful handgun in the world. I think that's the golden yeah. gun. You're getting confused. Um, <laughs> no, I was doing a dirty Harry. It just didn't oh, come out right. Uh, it, did, uh, <laughs> it did not. I can attest to that, sir. <laughs> Kang wakes up for a different scene completely. And he sees his dead wife. And then he wakes up screaming. And then takes his uh, bandage off. And his artificial eyes aren't really working that well. Cool effects. Real cool effects. Everything's getting glitchy and kind of going in and out. And his eyes, the the effect on his eyeballs looks cool. I was really impressed. I liked it a lot. My only issue with the, like, with his eye effects is whenever there's a problem or whenever something's happening, unfortunately, the only way for him to really act is to just stand there with his eyes open. So there's a, there's a couple shots where it's not his fault. I think it's just the direction where he's just standing there and we're just staring at his face as stuff happens on his eyes yeah um yeah so. but I, I don't i guess i didn't notice that because i was looking at the stuff happening on his eyes sure like a good viewer um, christopher <laughs> hey man uh, i'm out here looking for the tidbits my this is where my jokes come from man no uh, i just react to whatever the heck you say fair enough uh the doctor comes in and says hey man you all right and then pulls a syringe out you know because i guess he's going to give him some kind of sedative to calm him down and then kang thinks it's a knife he's like put the knife away and then he starts moaning. Like, he just yeah. moans. I mean, it's probably like a moan of pain or a moan of, like, fear or, you know, whatever. But it's distraught. Just a moan. He's yeah. distraught. Uh, and then he, the doctor actually manages to give him the sedative. And then our next shot of this, I guess, this scene is him walking around. And this is where I said that I really liked the, the camera work because we do get action cams of his back, of his front. Uh, there's camera gets flipped around we actually see the word rugel on the walls and then he 
he manages to find a bathroom, which I thought was interesting that the that the word toilet was on the wall in English. Yeah, there's a few other, there's some other English words on some of the computer screens, like when they're doing the surgery and stuff. And there's one that just says main server, like on the server behind one of the characters. I thought it was pretty interesting. His eyes begin to pulse while he's staring at a mirror and they flash different colors. And he says out loud, I can actually see. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Now he's sitting in a room, a very cool looking room. I thought this entire set was absolutely fantastic oh yeah like the the i I assume it's some kind of bunker and this is like uh the natural rock formation that's been well like like this whole show i'm getting a little bit ahead of myself but the whole show feels higher production value than a typical american cable television show basic cable television show very high quality i read somewhere that uh i don't remember the exact numbers but korea something there was some media thing that happened off it was a movie or a television show or some kind of concert something happened that happened in korea and then the people in charge noticed that that it was like i don't know the number i'm, I'm butchering this tale but it was exponentially higher than their their entire gross domestic product like by like 15 times or something like that and so what they did is the korean government immediately turned around and started investing in their entertainment industry mm, because of and so making... that's why okay that's why like uh, like k-pop like it's so big over there like gaming is so big over there like movies and tv so it kind of makes sense that they would have crazy high production values for they a 16 episode in, they invested in cable it. yeah okay so, yeah i'll have to find that article and link it otherwise i sound like a complete fool oh, um way. which i often do mm-hmm. so he's walking around and he sees somebody and he's like hey man you work here the young man he's replying to says what Kind of. <laughs> and then we hear a woman's voice and we turn and we all we get is a shot of Kang's face and shock as it's Mina, the police officer from earlier, who apparently did not die. And she's like, yeah, Choi saved my life, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess Choi was the guy hiding out in the bushes when all the yeah. stuff on the dock. Was I guess he down. had the scuba divers. I don't know. Well, like and if he's hiding on the bushes, couldn't he catch these guys in the act with like a video camera? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's not Choi. Maybe it was one of the other people who work for this department. I don't know. Rugal, I guess is what it's actually called. He says, well, I'm glad to see that you're alive. And then she straight up questions that entire line of thinking. She's like, are you sure that you're glad for that? Because yeah. I see I see what happened. Like, I couldn't see what happened. All I could do was hear, my, hear these people getting killed. And I think about it all the time. <laughs> Just like. Yeah, uh, it was a little heavy handed. Well, I was just impressed that they would even talk about stuff like that because PTSD is, you know, it's it's a real thing. And no, so sure. the fact that it doesn't get discussed enough, like mental health is important. But as, as we find out later on in this episode, it affects a lot of people, yeah. especially the people in this particular unit. Yeah, it and does. King, it does. It's just when I say heavy, it's you could pretend to be happy to see him, you know, like <laughs> why are you questioning his motives right away? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, I think what she's reminding him is that he's going to be in pain. This is not going to be easy for you. And then she's like, uh, we're going to prove whether or not being alive is worth it mm-hmm. or you're going to wish you had died. It's <laughs> like, dang, yeah. uh, <laughs> This is intense. It is. It is. We cut to a shipping container or a group of shipping containers. Are they? Is it a pod? Is it a pod of shipping containers? Yeah, sure. Hmm. Anyways, it's opened up. Deagle Man is there. And apparently it's the staff from the hospital. They've been starving them. 
uh, he says they have been without water for like a week or something, which yeah. can you go a week without water? No, he didn't say they've been, he said how long have they been starving? He said it's been mm-hmm. a week. So I imagine okay. they had to have given them water at some point. Okay. We do see some toilet paper, so at least they had the, <laughs> they had some sort of, you know. They somehow. No. Yeah. <laughs> he, I guess he wants to know what happened to Kang. Because I guess this is the hospital, the hospital staff where Kang was at. Because he asks who the who is the director, and then he says, "I don't know if you noticed or not, but I'm wearing my nicest suit." And uh, I guess that's an indication that he doesn't want to get any blood on it. Yeah. So I guess he doesn't want any trouble. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I like him. He's a good villain. It's a it's a boss move. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> and then he sits down in a chair that someone put down. I didn't see him do that. And then. The director is a he sits down and then one of the other guys that's there calls him out and he says, Hey man, don't be disrespectful. Stand up. We actually don't hear the questioning because we get a scene change. The tech staff is uh well, Kang is sitting in a chair and he's got some stuff hooked up to his head, some sensors, and then we get a lot of different monitors, and then there's a tech staff there and they say, you know, hey, you won't really have a problem looking for any sort of investigative data from now on. We're gonna upload it all to your eyes. Yeah. Which, oh, it was pretty neat. Some interesting side effects, but still pretty neat. Yeah. And then they do they do upload it, and we get kind of a very RoboCop-ish scene where, in, in, I think in the, the original RoboCop movie and the reboot and this, when they start uploading all this criminal information or this, uh, this data, it's either too much to process for the human brain or the fact that, because they tell him, like, hey, you know, don't be emotional. Well... He's a human. So, no. Yeah, um, that's kind of our thing. Yeah. And then it's what it we gets... do best. <laughs> it's what separates us from the 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 androids and the fairies. And the sociopaths. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he actually sees like his dead wife's body in the crime scene and he starts yeah. freaking out. Yeah, I would too. That, you know, that that would have been that might have been one crime that they just like don't upload. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you want to be able to not be able to process properly because you can't forget that? You know, or like it, or the end. Uh, yeah, like the last file, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Or just yeah, just, yeah. Don't load upload the pictures or something. I don't know, man. They there was just uh, yeah. right click properties. Check the box that says hidden. I'm yeah. Just saying. <laughs> oh, so, and his eyeballs running on Windows. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, we're doomed. Nah, man, it is clearly Linux. We're I'm doomed. <laughs> Did you know that the so um I. For the listeners out there, I work in the uh, information technology field. Did you know today that there was a big update that Microsoft put out that broke Outlook for like a huge majority of people? No. I got calls about it all day. I bet. Yeah. So that was fun. Thanks. Thanks, Microsoft. I mean, it kept you employed, didn't it? (laughs) Uh, So Kang wants to go after his wife's murders. Joy says no. He's like, you know, I can't allow you to do that right now, but you'll cross paths with Argos eventually. But for now, you got to train, which I think is fair. I mean, you just got these eyes. You can't be yeah. running out there in the field. Yeah. Messing those eyes up. You you know how much money we've put into you? <laughs> <laughs> Kang stops a guy. He leaves Choi's office and then he stops um, another young man and he says, who do I got to beat up before I get some respect around here? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Man, what a way to start. Hey, what's up, new co-workers? Punch. And the guy's like, well, that'll be Han Tae Wong, or Han Tae Woon, I think. Uh, and he says, well, you can't go after him just yet. You know, we'll start you with something uh, a little different. And apparently he's going to fight Mina. She moves really, really fast. Yeah. But he manages to hold his own. 
I guess he was a, a decent hand-to-hand combatant, despite the fact that, you know, he got, you know, beat up by a guy. She says, let's raise the difficulty rating. And Which is pulls a just knife out. the weirdest <laughs> thing to say. Like, let's up the challenge, or let's make this more interesting, would be the more, I guess, American way of putting it. But Maybe I maybe it was supposed to, like, I like let's raise the stakes. Yeah, there you that go. That makes more sense. Yeah. Or let's turn it up. Let's turn up the heat. <laughs> Whatever it was. Uh, no, let's raise the difficulty rating. I just wrote LOL. <laughs> so she pulls a knife out. And apparently it causes Kang some distress because he's like, no, put it away. Yeah, it triggers I don't his, like knives. Well, uh. it triggers his PTSD. I mean, he got he got his, yeah. his eyes gouged out with a knife and he got to watch sure. it happen, which we saw in the reflection of his eyeball. It was a really cool shot. But yeah, so I, I'm fine with him being sure. Yeah. All right. But Mina is uh, she's not down. With taking it easy. She's no, already she raised the difficulty not. rating. She's like, the difficulty um, rating is up. Blood sport <laughs> doesn't go back to sweat sport. <laughs> she uh, cuts him. And she cuts him and then like holds his like, I, I don't know if she's holding his face or his neck or whatever, but she says, um, this training is going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is true. Getting stabbed in training is not fun. Uh, now he's upside down in the same training area. And then another young man rolls up and, that's um, the same dude from these, earlier, right? Maybe I'm not sure. And he, uh, wait, can you not? Can these, you not tell? I mean, I'm watching the show for the first time, man. Excuse me. And then he's wearing these <laughs> gloves, and then he punches him. This this guy wearing these gloves punches Kang. And Kang says out loud, "Why does it hurt so much?" Like, yeah. bro, you're getting punched. <laughs> it's supposed to hurt. This young man says, "Uh, well, you know, these are supposed to increase my punching power, or something to that effect." Uh. <laughs> And uh, we cut to him just laying on the, the training mat on the ground. I mean, he's like, hey, let's get you out of here. We don't need to get your wounds infected. <laughs> the lack of care. Yeah. yeah. It's training. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get used to it, King. Yeah, yeah. King. You're dumb enough to get into this situation. Yeah, you were dumb enough to get stabbed <laughs> in the eye, <laughs> idiot. Yeah. This is what you get. You were, you were dumb enough to assault the leader of a crime organization. You did this to yourself, Kang. What did you think the syndicate was going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, does she say sweat sp- or blood sport doesn't go back to sweat sport does no she i say that? i said that that's an okay. anthony original just now that, yeah quote that's me. the name of this episode quote me <laughs> <laughs> that's this episode title um <laughs> oh, no. so he i guess ends up in a medical bay which was kind of reminiscent of I guess the the healing room area from the movie Wanted. You remember the movie yeah, Wanted? Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that movie. Um, cool, it's a great movie. It's okay. Underrated game. I don't know if you played the Wanted shooter. Underrated. No, I don't think I have. Okay. I mean, I probably have, but I don't remember it. There's someone else with him. He says, uh, "Hey, man, what's up?" And then this guy doesn't even look at Kang, and he just says, "You'll be coming in here a lot if you have artificial parts." Yeah. Uh, and, and then Kang's like, man, this guy won't even look at me. Jeez. She says that out loud. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, another young man walks into the room, and then he says, uh, hey, man, so you'll be going, you'll be engaging in combat with our leader. And then he turns to the other, the guy who's in the medical bay originally with Kang, and he says, isn't that right? So this guy is Han. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, or I guess what his, whatever his name Tae, is. Tae Wong, Tae Wung. Yeah. The guy is intense. Yeah, he, he like he just always looks ahead. Like his head is always. 
I don't want to say parallel, but like flush with his like his front. Like he never turns his neck when he's moving around. And he gets out of the the little sauna tub thing that he's in, and Kang sees the tattoo on his arm and has some kind of reaction. I don't know what the reaction is. Like, did he recognize it? Did he like wonder what it was? I but wonder any what he. Yeah, that's a little maybe a little foreshadowing. Yeah. So he's going to engage in hand to hand combat with the team leader. But before the sparring begins, I guess his left eye starts acting up. So they give him an eye patch. Yeah, smart, I guess. Mina tells Kang, you know, you can't defeat this guy with strength. You know, his arm is his weapon. Han says, you know, you you got to control your emotions. You know, you can't act emotionally. But Kang replies and says, you know, you told me not to do that. But in order to win, I need to be more vicious than than the bad guys like i like i need to feel the anger inside of me and then han says what i think is probably the most boss thing that anyone says in this episode which is you'll need to be especially vicious to beat me mm-hmm. uh, i was like oh this dude's not playing around that's that's my new taunt <laughs> that's my new taunt from now on I'm, I'm gonna stick with you can't turn blood sport back into sweat sport <laughs> Because it's 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 bad, man. That's bad. Well, are you are you gonna say that like when someone's trying to de-escalate a situation with you? Yes. <laughs> Which man, I wish that didn't happen as often as it does. But like the next time you're at the grocery store and some guy like isn't wearing a mask and you're like, hey. Well, I, I mean, no, I'm not gonna get close to anybody not wearing a mask. Also, they they legally have to, so I don't have to really um, worry about it. So they they uh, fight. We see that Kang's eyes, well, one of them, because the other one's covered, allows him to, I guess, scan in real time his opponent. Because um, several times when Han tries to punch him from Kang's perspective, from his eye perspective, we actually see his like data on screen. Yeah. I guess. How um, does it slow down time? Or maybe it just increases <laughs> his reflexes because he's able to, to, it processes the data faster and sends the commands. Yeah. So they had to have done so. more than just give him special eyes. But right. in the realm of this, I'm sure that's not. Science fiction. It's cool. He gets knocked down, but he gets up again. Then he gets knocked down. He's never going to keep Kang down. And he gets up again. Uh, <laughs> uh, he essentially does the, uh, I didn't hear no bell. Uh, <laughs> he gets up and he's like, I'm not done with you yet. And then he runs over and flops around, but manages to actually strike this guy. And then just lays there. <laughs> yeah, he punches him, and then just and it falls to the ground in the motion of punching, and just like doesn't yeah. get back up. Yeah, Han kind of looks down at him, and I don't know. Maybe it's like a nod or like a. He, I guess he kind of respects the gumption. You know, this guy's yeah. desire to. That's not what I got out down. of it. Because um, Mina and there's another young man in this room at the same time, and she says, uh, "I don't see Kang giving up. He'll fight to the death." But then the other guy says, "Well, I also don't see Han losing." And then Mina says, I don't see him losing either. So Kang wakes up. He sees Jin walking around and he goes to follow her. Jin is his uh, his dead wife. We probably have not said her name until just no. now. but No, we haven't, but it's all good. He follows her into a room and it looks like they're in his their old apartment. She turns around and then kind of disappears. And then he looks around confused and then the room disappears. This appears to be like a room in which he can project his vision holographically around is, or was it that what was happening or is he just i mean i don't think he's projecting anything i think he's seeing things well because well, they say like he won't have to look far for investigative data right it's just I, a space that he can work in i don't think he's i don't think anyone else sees what he's seeing maybe well, i just meant like in his vision like in in his eyes like he sees 
a big like he sees all this stuff like sure being sure. projected yeah but. yeah 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 he sees it i just the way you said it yeah. oh yeah sorry yeah 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 yeah, 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 um, yeah and then he sees the argos crime syndicate and i think he says something to the effect of there you are or something then we get a zoom in on his eyes and they kind of fluctuate and then they open up completely and we actually see the camera and then that's the end of the episode yeah long episode a lot happens yeah, uh, I mean, I I have almost five pages of notes, and I it keeps left a really stuff quick out. pace. Yeah, <laughs> it keeps a really fast pace. So yeah. we went through all of that seventy six minutes. Jeez, a lot of nuance. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it for too long. Per usual. <laughs> uh, so what are your what are your final thoughts? You think this is worth watching? Are you going to watch another episode? Um, I don't think I'll watch another episode, but I did like it. Okay. Yeah, that's just we talked about it in another life. There's just so much stuff. Okay, so it's it, it would be worth watching, but there's yeah, other I, things in, in in front of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. I would yeah. watch another episode, but I probably won't. So uh, it, gotcha. it gets the old, gotcha. it passes the price of subscription test for me. Oh, same. Almost exactly the same. Uh, it is something that'll go on the back burner for a little bit because we've watched a lot of really good shows lately. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, because it's subtitled, I can't just turn it on and only pay half attention to it. Yeah. Uh, so that that also kind of puts a kink in it. I can't like I can't multitask and have it on. But yeah, I feel like it's absolutely worth watching for my first foray into Korean television. I'm impressed. Well, I mentioned the production value already. The acting is fantastic. As <laughs> oh wait, let me let me let me take a step back. <laughs> it is good enough for me to not know if it's bad <laughs> because I I am yeah. not going to understand inflection in Korean, right? So yeah. But the physical acting uh, and the way everything's portrayed. It's really good. I liked the little bit of humor we got. Uh, I like that it, it tackled some topics that I wouldn't, we wouldn't normally see, not uh, over here, anyways. Yeah, like, yeah. It, did you notice the I disclaimer think... at the beginning? Oh, that everything was like lo- yeah. locations, names, religions, politics were all fictitious, and I was like, wow, <laughs> that is a very broad. Yeah. So it was like, you know what? <laughs> we're not taking any chances. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. No witnesses were harmed in the making of this episode. <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, it, I think that on Netflix, it, one of its tags or uh, categories maybe is the word, but gritty. Yeah. And I think that's appropriate. I think this I, is I very gritty. It's gritty, but it doesn't feel cliche, at least compared to, to Western media. Is that, would you agree with that? I mean, there was some cliche stuff, but I, I again, that can... I think you can explain all of that away with uh, uh, this is a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's. Well, I'll be interested I mean, in watching more Korean television to see how yeah. it compares. Like I might, maybe some of this is just, it's a different way of telling stories and a different way of shooting. So I'm finding it all very, very interesting, but maybe it's derivative and I just don't know it. <laughs> yeah. so. I would love if somebody listens to this and actually uh, does know more about Korean media, especially television like this. And we're, we're off base or just to give a different, opinion love to hear it yeah email that information to sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com that's our email address you can reach out hit us up let us know what we did uh wrong or didn't do wrong i guess that would be did right well yes. i'm not out here trying to figure out which what's right and wrong but you can let us know give us suggestions i still haven't gotten any fan art of kyle from the order so <laughs> people need to hurry up and do that and then you can also hit us up on twitter at, at B underscore roll podcast. That's where we broadcast our updates. Yeah, what's coming up soon, what we've been working on, that type of thing. Yeah. We also have a Facebook group if you 
still somehow use Facebook, the B-Roll Podcast Group. We also have a Patreon. Uh, of if you did like the show and or the podcast here and wanted to support us and uh, make sure we can keep making these podcasts and keep everything afloat, you can become a supporter through Patreon at patreon.com slash B underscore roll. And lastly, uh, you, you know, if you, I mean, really, if you didn't <laughs> like us enough to spend money or if you just can't or if you have anything else to do with that money, you should do it. <laughs> but Phil, please do subscribe, follow, give us a five-star rating, whatever you got to do on your particular podcast platform of choice we'd appreciate it does lead to more followers which lead to more things and hopefully better production on our end and whatnot you know when it comes to our podcast you can catch it on all the major podcasting platforms spotify itunes Uh, it especially help if you guys go on to itunes after you listen to the show rate it five stars and give us a review and if you do that i'll actually read your review on the air or on the pod anyways our first review just says great Five stars by Will Plays Golf. It says, this is the best sci-fi movie podcast I've ever listened to! Exclamation point. Mm. Thanks, Will. Mm. 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 You have a brother named Will? No, I have no brothers. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm the only I'm the only male child in my family. All right. But uh, that'll about do it for me. I'll about do it for you. That'll do it for me. All right. We want to thank everyone for listening. And remember, 2020 is a stressful time. And uh, I mean, if you're listening to this and it's not 2020, it's probably it's still, still stressful. probably stressful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just know that your mental health is important. And I uh, want you guys to all know out there that, you know, you can become a part of any community if you're looking for friends. But uh, you can definitely become a part of this community by listening to this podcast. I'll say thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye. So Monday, I think I might already told you this. I took a muscle relaxer in the afternoon mm-hmm. and slept for 15 hours, <laughs> almost like uninterrupted. Uh, like, like literally, literally like I, I went, I fell asleep on the couch around three. <laughs> I woke up long enough to go to the bedroom, and then I woke up at six a.m., seven a.m. Sorry, uh, yeah. So literally 15 hours, and then yesterday afternoon. I took a nap. Fair enough. <laughs> Two days in it, driving that budget truck for 10 to 12 hours, plus unloading it and everything in the heat. I was just done. <laughs>